Howdy! On today's episode of the Better Living for Texans podcast, we're welcoming back our program specialist, Hannah Moore, to find out, can I purchase groceries at a farmer's market with my SNAP benefits? Thanks for joining us today. The Better Living for Texans podcast is back for season two. We took a bit of a hiatus over the past month or so as we prepped for our statewide training, which was virtual. We got to work on some great projects and prep for some exciting new things happening within our program. Now, believe it or not, we started this podcast at the beginning of COVID-19, which was upending our daily lives. About six to seven months later, here we are. Most of us are still in the same place, either working from home, you know, we may have kids who are t- attending school from home. You know, some of us may be sure about unemployment. We're trying to stretch those dollars as far as they can to make sure that food reaches the table. So this week's episode offers a bit of insight into a resource, which may help make sure that those fresh foods are an option for you and your family, even in the midst of COVID-19. So that brings us to our topic today, which is farmer's markets. So without further ado, let's get right to our interview with Hannah. All right, now back on the show, we have Hannah Moore, who is now our program specialist for Better Living for Texans. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. So um, like we were just talking about in the beginning of this episode, we are trying to figure out how we can best shop at farmer's markets and if we can use our SNAP benefits while shopping at our local communities, farmers market. So what can you tell us about, about this topic? Um, well, first off, um, farmers markets are the best. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Right. Yeah. They're so much fun. Um, you know, I think there's something for everyone at the farmers market. Um, you know, all age groups, all different culture, cultural backgrounds can enjoy, the, a, a farmer's market. Um, it's just a nice environment to be in. Um, but with SNAP benefits, like you talked about, um, you know, it kind of depends from one farmer's market to another. It does seem like um, definitely the the bigger the city is that you live in, the more likely that the farmer's markets there will have EBT or SNAP. Um, accepted. Not to say that the smaller towns won't have it, it just might be not as um, frequent or as likely to um, have farmers markets that accept SNAP and EBT. Um, but it's pretty easy to, to find that kind of information. Uh, usually, not always, but usually if a farmers market will have a website for that location, and pretty often they'll say, you know, accepting SNAP or the Lone Star um, ABT card. And, and so that might be one way you can find out. Um, the USDA has a national food, farmer's market directory. Um, and that shows, you know, farmer's market across the country. Um, and you can go to that as well. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to touch on and make sure that we um shared was that uh it's called double up food bucks um you can learn more about it at doubleuptexas.org for more local information 
but um, basically, so well, let me give you some background on the program. So the mm-hmm. Double Up Food Bucks uh, program is a it's a healthy food incentive program, and so they match uh, dollar to dollar uh, for people spending food on fruits and vegetables at farmers markets. So basically, if you are using your SNAP benefits at a farmer's market that does double food bucks, you can go to the market info booth, um, swipe your Lone Star card and say you want to spend $10 of your SNAP benefits. They'll give you another $10 to spend on fruits and vegetables. So it's a really cool program. And so if you go to doubleuptexas.org, you can see a map of every farmer's market that allows you to do that. So, um, and that's also another good way to find farmers markets that allow SNAP benefits. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, those are the best ways to figure it out. Of course, you can always go to the farmers market and um, usually there's, um, you know, there's always like a, some sort of information booth and they can all mm-hmm. just tell you whether or not they do. Right. I love that. Those, the, you just listed out some really great options too. And obviously if there's anyone listening from out of state who is not from Texas, that USDA directory should be really helpful for mm-hmm. finding a farmer's market in your state and in your you know specific community. So I like that you mentioned though, there's, there's an option or there's, there may be some uh, farmer's markets that if it maybe isn't a bit of more of a smaller town, wouldn't accept, um, SNAP benefits, but usually at farmer's markets, there's, it's usually pretty affordable produce. Um, so maybe, you know, there's an option that it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, it may not take a SNAP benefit, but there is an abundance of locally sourced produce that's usually at a kind of sometimes a, a reduced cost than maybe what you would find at your grocery store. So, so what are some, you know, tips and tricks to keep in mind when you're, when you're at the farmer's market, whether you can use your SNAP benefits or not, what are some things to keep in mind as you're going forward and picking out uh, your selection of fruits and vegetables? Yeah, great question. So, um, and, and I like it that you bring up, you know, sometimes it is more affordable to shop at a mm-hmm. farmer's market. Cause I think sometimes people think, Oh, farmer's market, maybe that's a little bit more high end, like fancy schmancy. <laughs> not, not for me. Yeah. But in reality, you're right. Like they're, not always, I would say, but very often you can find um, fruits and vegetables um, at the same price or cheaper than at the grocery store. And it often just depends on the season. So like right now we're going into fall. So you'll probably see a lot of, well, depending on what part of Texas you live in, but you might see a lot of like those winter squashes, like pumpkins mm-hmm. and acorn squashes. Um, Cause those are being harvested right now. And the reason those are cheaper is that farmers are um, harvesting them in more abundance. So they are trying to, you know, sell those more. And so they'll reduce the cost a bit to, to get those out um, and sold. Um, and so, and that's the same, like with even at a grocery store, um, the things that are usually on sale are usually the things that are in season. And, um, you know, there's, you know, more to that, you know, at a farmer's market, those are, you know, usually freshly harvested fruits and vegetables. So they're also at like the peak of their um, nutrient content. So um, also, yeah, you also can feel good about that as well. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. 
I'm yeah. okay because and 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 we we have to do we do I just word vomited there we do <laughs> have an episode um, with a BLT agent that talks about how um, kind of minimizing that gap between the the farm to our our table and so mm-hmm. of oftentimes a lot of the time that you know the the fruit that you see or the produce that you see in the grocery store comes from it may come from South America and they come from halfway across the world um, that's been and so the the time that it takes to then reach not only the grocery store but the time that you come by with your cart to pick it up there's a lot of time in between it and the longer you get the the more nutrients that that food is losing so that's really cool that we're we're kind of like I said minimizing that gap minimizing that time that it comes from being harvested to the time that you eat it to get the best nutrient uh, the best nutrient content and the more you know packing you the, the person eating it with the most uh, nutrients possible. So that's really cool that you brought that up. What are some other, you know, kind of ideas or something to keep in mind as we are kind of, you know, transitioning seasons um, here in Texas? I know uh, we, you know, we were just talking about how geographically diverse this entire state is, and therefore the climate that we're experiencing, whether you're in like the very tip top of the panhandle all the way down to the valley seasons look different and kind of when we transition from summer to fall, it all kind of happens at a different time, depending on where you are in Texas. So as we're transitioning into kind of our fall cooler months, um, what, what does that look like for produce? And what does that mean for um, us, the consumer, as we're going out and trying to look for um, the best, but also, I mean, affordable fruits and vegetables to, to feed ourselves and our families? Well, uh, you know, there's lots of resources out there, um, including like your county better looking for Texans agent who could yeah. <laughs> kind of point you in the right direction of like, here's what's in season. This is what, um, you know, you should be buying at the grocery store. And so, I mean, you know, the easiest thing for me is to just, um, when I get to the grocery store, I just see what's on sale. <laughs> I think, oh, this must be, you know, I kind of have a rough idea of what's in season, but then in the you know, what's being highlighted, what's on sale, that's, that's likely what's in season. And so, but, you know, as seasons are changing, um, one thing, you know, like I said, you got to reach out to a county agent and we can also provide some resources, um, with the podcast that we, with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but if you're going like, for instance, to like a farmer's market, um, and you're wondering, you know, about seasonality, fruits and vegetables, um, one great thing about farmers markets is that you can talk to the farmer and they're like an expert in telling you, you know, next week, make sure you come because we're going to have a ton of butternut squash and you're going to want to be there. So, I mean, talking to the, like the farmer, of course, is like a great way to know like what's coming, you know, maybe what's not, maybe it's, you know, what's at the end of its life. Um, and so that's, uh, of course, another resource. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. It reminds me too of like, like you said, reaching out to a BLT agent, we have so many resources on um, uh, fruits and vegetables and quick recipes you can make with so many different fruits and vegetables. So um, yeah, I think a BLT, whether there's a BLT agent in your county or not, there probably is an AgriLife Extension office. So mm-hmm. don't hesitate to reach out. Um, literally, that's what we are here to do is to provide resources and education uh, to help you achieve the healthiest life that, that you, you know, 
is possible for you and, and what you, what you have. So, um, Hannah, thank you so much. Do you have any other kind of closing thoughts as we wrap up this uh, episode? You know, it is 2020. So, um, <laughs> what your farming is? market is, <laughs> is it still, <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> um, but what your farmer's market looks like might be a little bit different than maybe it was last year. So, you know, I always, it's a good idea to check their website or maybe they have a Facebook page cause it might be a little bit different on, you know, if they're, what they're doing, you know, accepting um, SNAP benefits or not, or their schedule. So it's, you know, always a good idea to just check in and see if they're, see if they're open and what's going on. But, um, yeah, no, thanks Emily. I think that, um, that's all I had. So. All right. Thank you so much, Hannah. So that wraps it up for today. Again, thank you so much for listening and thanks for tuning back in as we jumpstart our season two of the Better Living for Texans podcast. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and like and subscribe this podcast to wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow us on social media, our Facebook at facebook.com backslash better living for Texans on Twitter or Instagram at better Texans. And be sure to check in the, uh, the bio of this episode for some resources that really may help you find a local farmer's market within your community. And furthermore, maybe some of these places that will actually help with your staff benefits. Again, we are so, so excited, so grateful for each of you to take the time to listen to us. We've got a great season lined up for you on podcasts um, and episodes that I think you may find really interesting. But if there's something you do want to hear, or you do want to learn more about, shoot us an email at blt.ag.tamu.edu, and we'll be happy to help. Again, thanks so much for listening. Like, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. is an equal opportunity provider and employer. This material was funded by the USDA's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP.